This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at infinitepotato.com. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Attention, whoever you are, this channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? Hold on to your butt. And here we go. From the historic Infinite Potato Studios, this is Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. Smoke and mirrors, guys. Welcome to the movie factory. Hasta la vista, baby. Join us as we dive deep into all fandoms and genres of cinema and television. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. No gatekeeping. No toxic fandom. And monkey's might fly out of my butt. Now, only inches from a tall glass of Diet Mountain Dew. Just give me something without any sugar in it, okay? Here is your host, Sean Ray. Sean. Shawnee, you're feeling a little loose. Never the Sean dog, because that's just lame. And I've never been one to chase balls. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. All right, it was a miracle. Can we go now? Keep the change, you filthy animal. Welcome, everyone, to uh, the not-quite-defunct-yet Cosmic Potato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a minute, but hopefully we'll start uh, uh, getting them out again on a somewhat semi-regular basis. Uh, tonight, we are going to talk about the old, new, brand-new reboot remake sequel, Quantum Leap. New series just started on um, NBC and uh, Peacock. Um, and the premiere episode was uh, Monday night, Monday the 19th. We we're discussing it on Tuesday the 20th. We, in this or case... are we? <laughs> being Rick. Uh, oh boy. Philip. Hi. And Sean. That pretzel cart came out of nowhere. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, we'll start with initial impressions first with like non-spoilery for like the first five minutes or so. Uh, what you thought, you know, what you're hoping for, and uh, we can get spoilery after that. Rick, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to quote Caesar from uh, History of the World Part 1. Nice. Not thrilling, but nice. <laughs> well, you said you're going to quote Caesar. The first thing I thought of was Planet of the Apes. I'm like, well, that's not going to be very deep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he talked much at that point. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Philip, what did you think of the show? I hated the beginning. I've got some race stuff I want to get off my chest. And um, I'd still come back and do it if you do it for another episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me be more specific. What do you think of the Quantum Leap show? Not this one. Ha 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 ha. Well, there is something missing 
from the core cast of Quantum Leap that is also missing from this podcast. But I'll get to that eventually. <laughs> now that you mention it. Um, okay. Sean. I thought that the uh, I thought it was it was really good. It wasn't stupendous. Um, but I think that uh I mean we'll get into my my uh thumbs up and thumbs down here in a few minutes, but um I thought it was a really good episode for people that have never seen Quantum Leap before. For you to be able to to kind of understand a little bit of the lore. Um and the actual leap was pretty simple. You know, it was just, it was it was a standard, you know, story. Uh but uh so I was let down by a few things and I'll I'll talk about those, but overall I enjoy the episode and I'm looking forward to uh what's gonna come in the next few weeks. I, I think I can um I think I can agree with you guys. I I think it's it's I feel like I probably liked it more than Rick, maybe. Um but no, I thought it was I thought it was good. Um I I consider myself a fan of the original, even though I haven't seen them, you know, I haven't watched them in since probably since a lot of them aired, or at least in the last 15, 20 years. Um so I was um, you know, it's like when it's like when Marvel first started making movies. It's not like I read comic books anymore or read comic books recently, but mm-hmm. I know enough of it that I recognize pretty much everything, and I know, you know. So some of the cameos might slip past me, or some of the Easter eggs might slip past. But for the most part, I can I can pick stuff out. And uh, I agree with you, Sean. I think if you're new to the series, um, you know, even if like. That's actually probably my biggest complaint was um, it was kind of spoon feedy even more than I think it needed to be, even if you had never heard of Quantum Leap. They kind of, they had characters um, do exposition to each other when they didn't have Mm -hmm. to because the main character had amnesia and you could have just expositioned everything to him. And it would have made sense because yeah. he didn't he didn't know anything. Um, so stuff like that, like no no major complaints, just like a little clunky in some of the dialogue, and a couple of things that maybe um, weren't as fluid as I might have liked. But um, yeah, I mean, it definitely gave me that same feeling of watching an episode of Quantum Leap. It'll be interesting to see because the this what we saw last night was not the original pilot. They mm-hmm. shot another a whole other pilot, and then studio execs, being how they are, came in and said that what they made was not accessible enough to new uh, fans or to people that haven't seen the show. It was a little too in the know, um, so they took what they had made. And they retooled it, and we're going to see it as episode six. And then what mm-hmm. we saw last night was a completely new thing. So when we get to episode six, I'll be interested to see what aspects. I mean, I know it's, they had to change some things, but uh, it'll be interesting to see if that, by the time we get to that point in, in this season, if it'll they'll uh, they'll put in a little more of the lore 
that the that the original fans are looking for. But I wanted to ask you guys uh how mu- how much of Quantum Leap had you seen before you watched this and if it's very little, which I know Rick didn't hasn't seen the show very much, uh how accessible was this to you? Well, I'd seen I've seen more than than I probably say um it just i just haven't watched it since it was airing um you know i know enough about the show to know who ziggy was to know who al was to know who sam is um to know he never made it back uh you know i I don't is is spoiling the original show an option i think you're fine okay Um, and and at this point i guess we can just go yeah we're not going to be able to talk about it without spoiling yeah um (laughs) You know, I, I, it, it was, it was episodic TV in the eighties. So if you've seen one episode, you pretty much get the, the the whole basis of it. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a few things where they develop it, but for the most part, just like most TV back then, every episode was fairly self-contained. So I, I have, I, I have the basic, uh, lexicon of Quantum Leap, uh, even if I haven't seen, you know, probably 90% of the, of the shows. So watching this, you didn't feel like you were lost at all? No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. I How found it a little odd that all references, they, they kept mentioning, well, they show a picture of Al. And then mm-hmm. at the end, there's a, there's a card that says, you know, this episode, this, this show is dedicated to uh, oh, hell, Dean Stockwell. Dean, Dean Stockwell. Stockwell. Yeah. But, you know, it was up for about five milliseconds before they cut away to a commercial. Um, yeah, it was almost like we we have to mention him, but we don't want to make it too long or something. It, it, it definitely felt like something from on high. Well, you were you were probably watching it on Peacock, and I was watching it as it uh, was airing on. Oh, you watched it on regular television? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because I don't remember him cutting away that quick, but it, I, I could be wrong. Yeah, that but, might have been that might have just been an affiliate thing because I, I watched okay. it. I watched it live on NBC too, and NBC also, <laughs> and um. Yeah, it, it felt like a reasonable amount of time for it to. Oh, okay, it it just it was like I could barely finish reading the card and it was gone. How much? How familiar with uh, Quantum Leap were you, Philip? I don't know if I've ever seen an actual episode, but I have read a lot of Wikipedia entries. Um, <laughs> I was in, in preparation like, for this show, or just no, you know? just like um, I like reading about time travel, but not like reading time travel, especially to fiction. No, like reading. About someone explained this episode of Doctor Who to me that I'll never watch. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't know what a Ziggy was. I was like the the ball guy with the big nose. Um, <laughs> but uh, I kind of understood what an, what an owl was, um, and I definitely understood the concept. And so the like walking, the like hand holding through the concept of it was very frustrating for me. Yeah. Um, it's it's I don't know I, I I wonder if during the Knight Rider reboot that was on NBC were they ever like and this car can talk can you imagine like you like it's just some stuff you you know if you're <laughs> watching it but maybe I'm wrong maybe back then they were also like and it's a it's a it's an AI Ooh. some some of the stuff from the pilot was frustrating as a Quantum Leap fan. That I know probably, I mean, just went would have gone over the heads of somebody that had never seen the show because um, I've been 
I've been a Quantum Leap fan longer than I've been a Star Trek fan because I started watching Quantum Leap from the day it started. And Star Trek, I didn't really get into until 91, 92, something like that. And, um, like, they kept referring to Ziggy it in the pilot. And in the show, Ziggy was, Ziggy was she, you know. And they, and, well, in the first couple of seasons, I think they reverted to Ziggy as he. And then as the show went on, they changed and started saying she. But last night, they were referring to her as it. And that, for a Quantum Leap fan, that was frustrating. That you know? doesn't bother me. I, I, I was like, do they not know? I mean, because Z- Ziggy hasn't started if, talking to them yet. Do they not know that she's okay. more intelligent than they think she is? A, no, that's, that's, that, that, oh, is, that is definitely a possibility. Yeah. B, we don't know that it's actually the same Ziggy uh, because it's a different facility, so it might be a different AI, AI that's based on... Well, Deborah Pratt you know, is supposed to voice her later in the season. That doesn't... Which then, is the Deborah Pratt is I, the is the voice of Ziggy. Yes, they, they they have they have a lot of runway to to uh, to align those two realities, and it's, and again it's been thirty years. Maybe Ziggy no longer considers itself herself. She we don't know. No. Um, possible C. There are too many female gendered AIs. Yeah, way too many <laughs> society has that we're all just like get that lady to fix stuff for me and so maybe they were like i know that this it predates siri and it predates cortana but like we don't want to be another one maybe that is what's happening also possible well, it explains something because my wife is a, has oh, my wow. wife was like you sean she watched the whole show mm. um and she loved last night's episode um and she was like, Ziggy was a person. And I'm like, I was like, no, Ziggy was always a computer, but I never saw where Ziggy had a, a was anthropomorphized. So I, that was, that came later or. I well, never... no, the, Ziggy had a personality. Ziggy had a, um, had an ego. They specifically said in the show that she has an ego. Uh, the head programmer was gushy and they, and, and a lot of people get gushy and Ziggy mixed up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that may be because because yeah. she was like Ziggy was a person. I was like, no, Ziggy was always the computer. I remembered that much of it. Yeah, good. She, um, had she wanted me to tell you that she really liked it. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I was on a Zoom Friday and uh, we were talking about Quantum Leap. It wasn't it wasn't just dedicated to Quantum Leap, but it came up. Um, and someone was like, "I don't think there'll be someone named Gushy on the show. I don't think they can get away with that." <laughs> <laughs> She is long since dead. Um, uh, I was I was a little frustrated in the first uh, scene when they were at the party because it was a little too. Hi, my name is this, and this is my job on the project. Yeah, and and uh, um, Ernie Hudson comes up and says, "Why does he think that I'm a, a video game programmer? What well, do you want him to know that you're the head of a secret project that does time travel?" <laughs> <What? It's> like, <laughs> there's people standing all around us. Yeah. <laughs> my my two biggest problems with the show, other than it was just it was just white bread, meh, uh, just overall, um, was I didn't. I didn't care about any of the characters. I didn't think that there was any, you know, they've created this, you know, you've got this mystery box on the outside while there's also the leaping on the inside. And I just, I, 
they gave me no reason to like anyone. Do you think if you cut the exposition dump at the beginning of this episode and you you start on a cold open on uh, Ben? He's in, in the, car. the car. Like, what? Reflection? What's this? Who's that? What's going on? Is it more interesting, maybe? My I would yeah. I would have preferred them to do that, to start with the leap and intersperse in a couple of flashbacks. Because the only thing that you really need to explain is that Ben and Addison were a couple. That's the only thing that they really had to set up in that first scene. And then uh and they could have done that with a couple of flashbacks, uh during which they wouldn't have been his flashbacks because he has no memory. Uh, or they could have been because he gets he'll get like glimpses of stuff. I didn't I didn't have a problem with the structure of it. I didn't mind them starting at the party. I actually kind of like them starting at the party. Um, I agree with everyone else that you know, hi, my name is so and so, and this is the thing that I do. That wasn't really necessary because we saw them all doing their things. You know, ten minutes later when they got to go to the facility. Yeah. Um, but I do like, um, I do like that they are a couple. Um, I like, I like that aspect a lot. I like that, um, she's the hologram, um, but she was supposed to have been the leaper. So it makes I sense. I loved that they did so, that. Yeah, so yeah. it makes sense that she knows because Al would just know how to do just everything. Because Al was an—he was an astronaut. He was a yeah. He worked <laughs> at the circus, like he, he just yeah. so he just knew all <laughs> sorts of random shit, um, just because he lived a long and colorful life. But it makes sense that, um, and because this is a sequel, they have you know however six seasons worth of experience or five seasons worth of experience of what happens, you know leaping to prepare for so they know they need someone who's physically trained and knows medical stuff and knows this and knows that because you know you never know where or when the leaper is going to be um so i like that they've kind of written in that she's capable um i like that they're in love but they can never touch (laughs) see that that was the problem though not not that they could never touch (laughs) it is a problem right I would have liked to have seen I would have preferred to have seen their proposal than their uncomfortable wedding party or whatever or, you know that's that's the other party. thing I was on it also establishes his personality like he's he he doesn't like parties he's you know he's not yeah, which is, he's not that guy the which socially is, awkward nerd is such a trope though I would have liked to have seen a little more but it's accurate. <laughs> also, I mean, look, he is, a, Go he is a socially awkward nerd, but he is also, um, you know, he stands up when he when he needs to because he could he could have had an out a couple of times, but instead he kept pushing for the best outcome. Even when Ziggy was like, "Okay, ninety nine percent, just call the cops," and he's like, "Okay, but well, that's not good enough." So he he and you know he punched a guy, which and and here's so he. It's a lot like uh, Stranger Things to me. Like it's, it's getting it's, it has it gets the Stranger Things patented bubble of uh, deflection because the flaws in the writing or in the show 
can still kind of fit into, well, yeah, that's not good, but that is also how it was. So, like, when Stranger Things does something cheesy or unrealistic, okay, well, that's dumb, but that is also how 80s horror movies or shows were. Quantum Leap, okay, that's corny and unrealistic, but actually that's kind of how Quantum Leap was a lot of times. Yeah, because Sam... It doesn't doesn't make sense that this guy who doesn't get into physical fights could punch this huge guy once and just knock him out cold for, for quite some time. Like no, if he'd have hit him with a base or something, then sure. But like no. Well, he... they explained it away in, in the original Quantum Leap because they said that um Sam was a was a was a physicist and he was a nerdy scientist and everything, but he was also an expert at judo. So sure. <laughs> so he could he could get into a fight. Yeah. Ben isn't. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like so like there's stuff that like, okay, well that doesn't make any sense. And if you I'm pretty sure if you drop a bomb into a sewer it doesn't just go poof. Like there's no. there's explosive not gas. <laughs> not with not with that much uh, plastic explosives. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like it's it just it just went poof. And that's what I'm saying. Like stuff like that. That's that's the quantum leap. That's the that's the bubble perfect protection. That, that, that okay. That's, that's, that's TV. The, or, or that's I, I, I give the same bubble to to Star Trek. Okay. Well, that doesn't make sense. But fine. Yeah. Everything in Star Trek makes sense. How dare you? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Philip. What were you going to say before? Um, yeah, you were going to say something before I go off on. Did okay. I say it? Okay. <laughs> did, did you guys notice that it was in the 80s? Did, did you catch sure. that it was in the 80s? Um, yeah. It, just in case you forgot, this was the 80s, right? <laughs> and in case in case you forgot, after this last, forget uh, the, it's the 80s. Look at that thing. That. Well, that's the thing. The story, the story could have took place any, at any time. The story could have <laughs> oh. took place in the eighties, the nineties, but uh, it, it's going to be the either the eighties, nineties, or two thousands because well, no, one no. of the one of the rules of Quantum Leap is that he always leaped I'm inside his own lifetime. When it was, it's the fact that every time they cut away, they'd come back and focus on some eighties trope that would yeah. walk by the camera <laughs> and play some eighties music. Yeah, well, I have a question about this. So the original Quantum Leap, when he's leaping back to like the sixties or whatever, is that is not the same thing happening? We're like, that's a very sixties thing, but it's just like it is. Yeah. But, but I, we're I, just I yeah. not as used to it. Well, that was the thing. It was it Quantum Leap was a time travel show that was created for people that had for like baby boomers that grew up in the in the sixties and the seventies and all that. And um and it was supposed to be like a, a a show that kind of explored recent history, you know. So they so they kept it so that he time traveled within his own lifetime, which is also cheaper because they don't have to, you know. We're not going back to dinosaur days. We're not going back to ancient Japan or something like that. One episode they went back to the Civil War, you know, and so they hired a bunch of Civil War reenactors. Because he, he was able he, to he leap, traveled along his bloodline. He leaped along his family time. tree into his uh, yeah. great grandfather. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they didn't do that again. What, what <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, what, were you, what were you going to say, Philip? About the you said you had comments. Uh, uh yeah, I've got like a bunch of stuff to just hit over the course of the <laughs> the show. Hit it. Um, I, I already did. Uh, I hate the opening. Um, I find Peacock's economic model interesting. 
Um, I pay for this and I get ads. Okay. All right. So yeah. uh, the green screens are trash. Yes. I, I, I wrote that down too. The green screens the were terrible. Was terrible. Yeah. Why even show him in the weird suit walking? The, just cut that. I no one's gonna enjoy watching. They that. specifically did that because uh, that was the, that was the same the exact suit that they, that Sam wore when he leaped. Now I did like the uh, I did like the in the in <laughs> like the, uh, the leaping chamber or whatever the, the accelerator. I did like the big the quantum accelerator hoops yeah. com, coming around him and stuff like that. That was different. They didn't yeah, blow his hair with a wind with a wind machine and all that. But I uh, I want to know what came first the 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 con- the control chamber or Cerebro? Or were they both Cerebro. designed by the same Cerebro. <laughs> Cerebro definitely came first. Because when she's walking out of it, I went, that's Cerebro. And my wife was like, no, they had that in the show too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I, for the most part, I like, I think I like the cast. Um, Ernie Hudson looks great for being 150. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, he's been uh, that is a you know what I'm editing that is a charismatic motherfucker that that dude I he's great I feel like he's like he's he's just he's witty enough he's he's uh, uh, you know he's he's charming but he's not cocky Um, like you get it like that 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 was a great lead he's a great lead. Um, everybody else seems to be doing fine. They just haven't had much to do yet. Um, What's the other so show I, that he's on? Raymond Lee, the the guy that played Ben, isn't he on another show? He's recently been um, on another show. Yeah, um, I can't. Remember. Oh, Kevin, excuse my language. Yeah. Kevin can f- himself. Yeah, yes. he's in that. What? <laughs> uh, that's that's the name of the show. <laughs> on Showtime, I think. Uh, I haven't seen it. I heard it was. I heard it was actually. Uh, good. It's on FX, I think. Yeah. I've not heard of it. I think it's on AMC. Let's go around. (laughs) (laughs) It's on Nickelodeon. (laughs) That would be something. Um, You really can't do that on television. (laughs) Actually, I think the only other thing I had uh, that I wanted to mention was was a a prediction, like possible theory, so that I can definitely keep that till the end. I have a prediction that the imaging chamber is going to be this show's transporter where it's going to break it's, down every twice. It, a, yeah. It's going to break down whenever the plot needs it to break down, you know? So I can't, I can't talk to him. The imaging chamber is not working. Um, and AKA also AKA stranger things, walkie talkies. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to bring up. So Ernie, Ernie Hudson, um, Ernie Hudson is playing magic and, uh, It'll be interesting. They didn't explore it in this episode. It'll be interesting to see because magic is actually uh, part of the original Quantum Leap because magic was one of the people that Sam leaped into. And uh, they uh, there was an episode called The Leap Back, which was the end of uh, the end of season two, I think, or it may have been the season premiere of season three. Uh, Sam leaped into himself when he was like seventeen years old. And he got to see his parents and he got to see his brother and everything. And at the end of it, he find, he was trying to keep his brother from getting sent to Vietnam because his brother was killed in Vietnam. So at the end of that episode, he finds out that his brother still gets sent to Vietnam. And when he leaps, he leaps in and he's in Vietnam 
and he leaps into magic. And uh, he's who is, who is with his brother in Vietnam. Who is with his brother in Vietnam? Yeah. And uh, Ernie Hudson did not play the mirror image of magic in that episode, but he's playing magic now. And it'll be interesting to see if he has any memory because we ne- we've never seen anybody on Quantum Leap that after Sam leaped into them, like after they left, we'd never gone back and seen those and talked to those people before. So it'd be interesting if he has any memory of what happened, if that's what led him to be part of this, uh, part of this project and everything. So I got a question for y'all. Um, I thought that I remembered that Sam, when Sam leaped into somebody, there would be an initial period of, you know, where am I? Who am I? What am I doing? Ziggy, help me. Al, help me. But then as the as the episode went on, he would be he would gain the memories and awareness of the person he was in. Am I mm-hmm. misremembering that? No. To a when... degree, that happened sometimes. Um, like 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 Sean says, it plot the, the plot called for it. They would they would de- depending on how strong or abnormal the personality of the other person might be um, that might affect Scott's um, tendencies and mannerisms. There was a, there was a couple of episodes where like there was a person that he leaped into that had a bit, that had a really bad stutter and he would start to stutter uh, things like that. But for the most part, when Sam first leaped his first leap, he was completely mind wiped. He couldn't remember anything, but he would have some instinctive things like in this episode, Ben could suddenly understand Romanian because it's something that he is in his mind. So, you know, it was like an instinct kind of thing. But as the show went on, his mind was Swiss cheesed is what they would say. He had holes in his memory. Sometimes he would remember things that he couldn't remember later. And the more he no, leaved, no, no. the more I, that I, kind I'm of swapped around. About- he never really, he never really had the memories of the person that he that he had leaped into. Okay, Usually, yeah, that, that's that person was in the waiting room in the future, and Al could go and get information from that person and bring it back. Oh, to Sam. all right, all right. Because because the thing is, and you know, I, we've talked we've talked about this on on other shows, and maybe even on this show, that my one of my least favorite science fiction tropes is, uh, you know, the the person the alien the robot whatever having to pretend to be somebody else and they don't know how to be that somebody else and that's one of the reasons i didn't watch a lot of quantum leap is because every episode was that but the ones i did watch they would get you know they there'd be that initial you know first five or ten minutes of the episode where that was an issue and then they would get past that and Sam would be, you know, blending in enough, and it was more about what he had to do rather than trying to convince everybody he was the he was the person. And in this episode, there was none of that, and it was really bugging me through the whole thing, having to watch him pretend to be Mitch or whatever the dude's name was when he had no idea. And that that particular plot device I find very annoying, and you know it it was it, other than than the the main guy going what the hell is wrong with you you know nobody else was noticing it and he was being wildly out of character for the guy he leapt into well but nobody else knew him that was that was the whole thing like this guy his friend brought him into this crew like on that day and yeah. he was he was just vouching for him so they didn't know that he was acting unusual they just you know he's just some guy 
Yeah, and they changed it gradually as the as the original show went on because they would just stand to reason that if you're doing this all the time, you would get better at figuring out who you are. And uh, they didn't want to have every episode. Sam couldn't do anything until Al got there and explained everything to him. So Sam would would he developed skills of able being able to get information out of people. And a lot mm-hmm. of episodes, by the time Al got there, he already knew who who he was and where. Uh, who these other people were around him and stuff, and just needed to know why am I here? What am I? What have I got to do to get out of here? You know? Yeah, it was the I, I like, Hulk would time travel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that he just he looked at his ID in his wallet. I was like, how long did it take? <laughs> how long before Sam started doing that? Like, I don't like. Uh, why did I think of that? Yeah, just look. Well, at some of the times that Sam would go back to was before they were putting pictures on driver's licenses. Because they didn't even sure. do that in the fifties and sixties, I don't think. Yeah, uh, I, I like. Yeah, that's yeah, that's actually be interesting. Six like, to get your license back if they did that. <laughs> yeah, this will be interesting because I, I I remember an episode of the the old Quantum Leap where something was happening and Sam was like, "Okay, call nine one one." It's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, but what is that? Nine one one wasn't thing yet, so it, it'll well, be. Said it'll that be on this one, and I was trying to remember when did nine one one start in the U.S. <laughs> Well, that's one thing that I like about yeah. this, and I don't know if they're going to do it in the future in future episodes, but on the old Quantum Leap, especially in the first couple of seasons, they always had to have a brush with history kind of kind of thing. Like uh, he would run into a little kid in the in the in the bathroom, and he would do. He basically taught Michael Jackson how to do the moonwalk when Michael yeah, Jackson I, was a little kid, and I he and he he taught that. Buddy Holly the 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 words to Peggy Sue. Uh, but there was one episode where he did the Heimlich maneuver on Dr. Heimlich. <laughs> and uh, somebody was choking in a restaurant. Sam did the Heimlich maneuver on him. And as he was walking away, somebody said, are you okay, Dr. Heimlich? <laughs> yeah, I, I need them to. Well, you know, what? I'm not going to tell them not to do it because they're not listening to me. But I would really need that. I would be fine if they didn't do that at all. Like the 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 amount of history that they brushed into with this one. Where there's the whole conspiracy theory about the the Hope Diamond, that's enough. Yeah. That's fine. If it, I don't mind a brush with history if that's the plot. But just um, oh, and by the way, you know, he taught I don't know Bill Gates what a computer was. I'm like no, that like why make that the plot if you're going to do it? Otherwise, just don't. Now here here's my situation. Um, I don't have cable. Parents would away for a week's vacation. <laughs> you know, we, we don't have cable. Um, our internet, our, our internet has, uh, we can watch live TV on our computers or on our tablets. There's no way to put it on the TV. And I didn't realize that until about half an hour before the, the show started. Cause my wife and I were going to watch it together. Uh, and she doesn't like watching stuff on the computer. It, it's really weird. I don't want to read on the computer. She doesn't want to watch TV on the computer. She reads yeah. on the computer all the time, and I watch TV on my computer all the time. Um, both of you are valid. I agree with both of that. Dig it. <laughs> um, so when I said we can't watch it on TV, and also it's on at 10 o'clock at night. I'm 58 years old. <laughs> it was not easy <laughs> to stay up that late. And then I had to watch the last five minutes the freaking voice and that almost killed me. <laughs> <laughs> but they had a goat for some yeah. reason. 
Um, so, but my wife was like, she, she was interested enough in it that, you know, she brought her chair over here and we watched it on my computer and I hate commercials <laughs> so much. I forgot how much I hate commercials. Cause I haven't had, we haven't had regular TV since Sharon was born 11 years ago. Um, and then the episode was, was kind of a big ball of meh. I didn't dislike it, but I didn't. It, it, it didn't grab me either. Um, you know, I'm not writing it off. You know, this is not one of those epi- those shows where it was like one episode, I know I'm done. But I have to really go out of my way to watch this show. And for me to continue to do this, it better get a lot better a lot quicker. You can't watch Peacock. You know, you, I mean, you can watch Peacock on your TV. No. Well, I don't, I, I'm not subscribing to another goddamn channel for one show. I don't think you. I mean, Peacock you can watch for free. No, but you're still going to have to watch commercials. Yeah, no, Peacock is five Peacock. bucks a month with commercials, ten bucks a month for it with ads. Some content have, on Peacock is free. Yeah, they have a free it version. Free. They have a free version, and like the basic NBC stuff is usually really all right. Free. I'll, I'll yeah. look into that. There's I also an NBC. There's also an NBC app that you can. I watch. I watch it on the NBC app on my yeah. Roku. And I know it's free. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll uh, see because that would make thing that would make me a lot more amenable to the show if we could just watch it on the TV. I watch it on my fridge. <laughs> I was like, that's, because the technology exists, I didn't. I was like, it does exist? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, well, that's the thing. You know, a lot of this stuff you can watch on any mobile device you want, but you try to watch it on your TV, and they're like, nope, and. I, I guess I sort of understand that business model a little bit. It's cable companies flexing. I, I, don't, I don't know, but uh, I even tried to see if I could cast it from my my Kindle Fire to my Fire Stick, and there it wasn't. No, no. Um, you know, my my generalized rule uh, for a new show is uh, you know three episodes. If it if it's if it's got a decent plot um or at least concept and you know seems interesting i give you three episodes and honestly that that actually is another one of my kind of complaints is i really wish this had been a a two-parter or like a two-hour premiere mm-hmm. um they I don't really do two-hour premieres anymore well You're- some do like like a lot of a lot of streaming channels um, they'll put the first two or three episodes out. If it's going to be weekly, they'll yeah. do the first two yeah, or three, three individual episodes. Time. Yeah. So yeah, that, because that people yeah. binge stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, but, yeah. but you're right, Rick. Also, it comes, it's nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, or whatever. But like, yeah, I was not expecting a double link, the voice. And that's just because I didn't look until, you know, you know, the day of. But I, I thought there would be like a regular premiere length of The Voice and a two-hour premiere for uh, <clears throat> uh, Quantum Leap. Well, when he said "oh shit" in the trailer, I figured it was going to be after it was going to be a ten o'clock show. <laughs> I didn't watch the trailer. Did he actually say it, or they they cut him off? They cut him off. He right? said "oh shit," and then and then they cut yeah. him off. But I thought that they were only cutting him off because it was the trailer. But. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember it. Well, I mean, they're not. Does anybody say... remember if uh, because I, I watched? I only watched the episode once. Um, did she ever say to Ben that he was the only one that could see or hear? Because I know she said, "I'm a hologram yeah. from the future." 
But I don't yeah. remember yeah. her actually when, when he that. When he was in the bathroom, uh, she was like, no one else can hear me. You got to quit talking to yourself or something like that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I only saw it once as well. Because I, yeah, because like, I, I, don't, I don't remember hearing that. And I was like, if she doesn't say that to him, then... You know that that's a that's a big that's a big part of the show the fact that he's the only one that can see or hear the hologram. I, I don't know if she actually said it, but it was really clear. Yeah, and he he, he you know he's he's a you know very smart like, scientist. Yeah, so. it's like it sounds like you're talking to somebody in there. You're talking to yourself. Talking she's to she's yeah. tuned to the neurons and masons of his brain. You know, that's what the, that's that's what they always said in the original. They're they're, they're romantically quantumly entangled. Obviously, yeah, yeah. They had no, I did, I did like you know that that did twang a heartstring. That was a I like the the quantum entanglement metaphor. That was nice. Well, also when they kind of they kind of lingered on the on they were holding hands and then they kind of lingered yeah. when they let go because yeah. the next That's time they it. see each other, she's going to be a hologram and they can't touch each other. Um, but you know, it's kind of like when I watch a procedural. Uh, when when Sharon was born for like her the first nine months of her of her life you know and john you and sean you remember this too when you're when your kids are babies you both mostly you're sitting on the couch feeding them or them sleeping on you and you're watching tv and you got nothing else to do so we Mm -hmm. watched a lot of la law and ncis and all of those those things and i enjoy the procedurals except when they start character development outside (laughs) Because I don't really care. I just want to see <laughs> the crime scenes and stuff. <laughs> Except what, what, what's the one with the with the, the the cute goth scientist in the in the lab? I like her, but um, that's the NCIS, yeah, NCIS yeah. and Bones. I love Bones, you know, because they don't bother with you know we don't care what their ex- outside life is. So I'm I'm. You're naming all the stuff that makes it obvious that you don't watch this stuff anymore because all those right. shows are over now. Well, they ended 15 years ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a technician. I like seeing the tech. Um, so I, you know, I, if they're going to draw out this, why did he leap mystery for too long? I'm going to get real bored with it. I agree. Um, to me, more than two, I'd say more than three episodes is too long. Like, we at least need to know, even if we don't have to unravel the whole conspiracy mystery of everything behind it, we need to know why he felt compelled to leap and why he wasn't like, hey, you need, you person who's trained for this, need to leave right now. Uh, do, you, so, do you guys have any theories of what's going on? Here's my theory. Okay. <laughs> I have one too. Uh, uh, okay, so at the end of the episode, they reveal that the ring that um, we see a mysterious person wearing um, is Al's. Um, yeah, Al's ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, well, so it's so it's on Al's daughter. Well, no, no, no. They say it's from the same platoon, and then they jump to, well, it's Al's daughter. <laughs> Fair. Anyone in that platoon? Fair point. Yeah, that's true. I'm, that's uh, that is true. Uh, so, but for for the purposes of my theory, it's Al's daughter. It's Al's daughter. Um, I think that it is, in fact, Al's daughter who is inhabited by Sam. I think she, he gave her the code, and he was like, okay. Um, 
you need to upload this code. It's me. I'm Sam. And he says something to convince him, to convince Ben that it's Sam. Uh, you need to upload this code and you have to leave. Really? Not my fiance who knows? No, it's got to be you. It's got to be you. Sam says it's got to be me. Well, I, so I mean, I, I I have a theory that that he leaped at that specific time because we saw on the on the computer something about a window, and then uh, she texted him, "Our window is open now," and um, and so he had to leap right then. I think that he was trying to. I think he's trying to find Sam, and I think that when he leaped, he he was trying to leap to wherever Sam was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that she's inhabited by Sam. I mean, that could be, but uh, I don't. If they, if they, I don't know why they, they would pick her. To, if they for, want to blow everybody's mind, that's what they'll do. If they want yeah. to do it right. <laughs> One thing that I did not like was when she pulled up uh, the information about Sam on her hand link, and the little holographic head came up, and it's just a promo shot from a DVD <laughs> cover. I mean, that's. <laughs> And then when you and then when you see the uh, and then when they pull up uh, Al's picture on that tablet, that that's a promo shot from like TV Guide or something like that. <laughs> I like, I mean, I know that they're not. They, you can't get, get Dean Stockwell. To, I mean, he's dead right. now. But uh, we've got deep fake. We got deep fake technology. They could have created like a, an image that would have looked like the their their employee photo from the project or something like that. I didn't you know I what didn't... that crap is. That's we don't want to pay the actors. We own these pictures. Okay, but yeah. they also own the pictures from five seasons of the show. They could have picked an image for any of that. I didn't mind. I did notice it. I didn't love it, but I didn't mind it. I did mind that when she had the hologram of uh, Sam up on her little on the the her hand unit, it didn't move. Along, it didn't move as well with her hand as it should have. That bugged me. That's it wasn't really three dimensional. It was flat. I didn't mind it being flat. Yeah, I I mean, I yes, also that, but I didn't even mind it being flat. It should have just moved like they did that in the eighties show, like because because in the in the opening, yeah, like he's got like a whole laser thing and it and it moved very well with his hand link. I'm like, guys. Come on, like you didn't. That's an easy one. That was a gimme. Well, I was listening to. Uh, I haven't. I haven't finished it, but I was listening to Chris's uh, show. You know, he he does the Quantum Leap podcast, and uh, they released an episode last night, and it was. Uh, but they had recorded it before because Chris and his co-hosts got a screener of this episode that they were able to watch a few days ahead of time. But it was a screener from the. Um, from the studio so it didn't have all the effects weren't finished and everything he said in that scene when when she, when she pulls up Sam's picture it has Getty images written across the front <laughs> <laughs> now I'll admit I am intrigued by next week's episode because it's a shuttle mission so I'm you know the, the fact that a lot of this is going to looks like it's going to take place in the in the 80s and the early 90s is both intriguing and annoying to me because like last night last night's episode you know the 80s is my era you know that's you know i graduated high school in 82 so the 80s is you know those were my formative years those when i was a you know a teenager young adult doing you know most of my growing up 
But you uh, hate Stranger Things. <laughs> because not right. <laughs> I didn't hate it. It just didn't grab me. Um, but that's why it drove me nuts when it was like there was not people walking around with boomboxes on their shoulders on every freaking corner in the eighties. You know. Yeah, I don't think anybody I, was watching. I don't think anybody was watching Live Aid on a on a Watchman. No, no. <laughs> um, you know, I'll give them credit for no neon. That that drives me nuts whenever somebody yeah. does an eighties thing and everybody's wearing neon and leg warmers. And it was like, no, yeah. we didn't. And the yes, the, cra- the crazy did. asymmetrical shades. No, everybody's no. wearing Michael Jackson's jacket. From that was the bad that was video. MTV. That was Pink teased up hair. <laughs> actually, I, that's that's actually one of the things that I appreciate is like they didn't look like that. They, they didn't do that. Like, oh, it's the eighties, so everyone's you know. But then you got the couple walking totally gnarly dudes, the walk like, like this and going. Here, have a cassette tape. Oh, thank you. Try my cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> but that okay. That was like in the background though. Like they uh, past the camera. <laughs> okay, but they just all right. I'm just people standing <laughs> people standing in line to get in the phone booth and the Goonies is showing at the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I, I, was, you know, I get I, was fine. The, I, I think they did it. Movie. I think they did it fine. I think setting the scene is fine, but I think they they kind of overdid it <laughs> at some point. Sorry, you were trying to talk. I jumped over you. uh, No, I'm just really the thing I already said about uh, I think you are now able to notice the thing that probably would have bothered a lot of people about depictions of time. Um, Because you got got a shorthand for for what the 80s are, and that's a double feature of the Goonies and St. Elmo's Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I think that's true about any time travel uh, show that goes to any time period because i mean when it goes to the 50s everybody not everybody wore a leather jacket and had their hair slicked back yeah you know that's true so and also he didn't like that all happened in a quick series like you know he's in the van and he's looking around and and things don't seem that normal but you know when he focuses he sees that these things are um anachronistic because like oh wait there's a phone booth oh wait that's on that's on the movie like so it wasn't like you know again you know punk, punk rockers with boom boxes walking past him uh like you know coming up to him and you know telling demanding that they want his <laughs> tv <laughs> well it's i mean it's any movie that or tv show that takes place in a time period as opposed to a show that was filmed in that time period, because, like I said, when we when when Captain Marvel came out, there was a scene where she's standing in front of a wall that's covered in concert posters, and all of the bands are people that you've heard of. When in real life, <laughs> in real life, if you were looking at if you were in the '90s and looking at a bunch of concert posters, most of them would be people that you haven't heard of, you know. So, but you know, you gotta you gotta dress the set somehow. You gotta. Because if that stuff was not there, if that couple had not been walking by and the telephone booth wasn't there, then it wouldn't have looked like the eighties. It would just look like everybody's driving driving an old car. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't anything well, else was. to because because he what he it's not like he was going to the roller rink or something like that. He was he was sitting outside of a, a jewelry store. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's not like pawn, we don't have jewelry stores anymore. Yeah. So. And pawn shops <laughs> haven't changed much in the past. Yeah, in 50 years either. <clears throat> I would like to take this opportunity to touch on one of the two big things that I really wanted to bring to this podcast. Uh, one, 
you know, the thing about time travel is that for a certain group of people, it's not the best to go back into the past. And I find <laughs> um, I haven't fully unpacked yet what it would mean for Ben to go back into the past. But I do appreciate that Quantum Leap is a way where someone who is basically not a cis white man, uh, mm-hmm. a cis het white man, can go back into the past. I don't know if they'll ever play around with it at all, like what it means for him to be like, oh, I don't have to be worried in the situation. Because it, oh, it seems like he's in a situation where he's not worried anyway, just like a wonderful panoply of people around him. But I just, I do enjoy that as opposed to like, I'm really worried about whatever Kindred's going to be. Um, so that's that's one. Uh, and I want to pair with that. There is a type of person that is missing. You guys familiar with uh, missing black woman formation? Do tell. It's a, it's a trope of uh, you, you get a, a diverse group of people. It's like we've got to have, have a white guy. And they don't. They don't have a white guy. So good place rules for them. Um, uh, you, you get a, a white lady and then uh, you get a black guy. And those are all the types of people. We've got black people, men, and women. That's all of them. It's all where the black woman is missing. Now, there's lots of other people in this country. Black women are about six percent of the country. Um, so unless you have a cast that's like like that's like twenty people, it's it's easy to like not represent them. But that this sure. pattern repeats itself in show after show after show. That the group that they choose in their core is missing a black woman, and uh, it's interesting. Like in this show, it's even it's even broader. It's like we've got an NB Hispanic person, um, we've got an Asian woman, uh, we have an interracial couple. Still no black woman. I mean, I know there's a black woman in the in the criminal thing, and then he'll probably yeah. leap into a black woman eventually. But it is just like <laughs> they covered a lot of bases, yeah. but they still fell for the like, oh, I'm a black woman. Yeah, I know they'll fall back on the on the fact that the the cast that will be in the leap portion of the story every week will be changing. So uh, so obviously there there will there'll be black women there. And I don't know if they've got something planned, if there's going to be more characters uh, to be pulled in later as part of the project or something like that. But you're right. I mean, that is missing. Um, How do you guys uh, feel about, I mean, like, like what you were saying about Ben not having to worry about being a person of color in, uh, in the past because he's masked behind another person's identity or whatever. Um, Quantum Leap, the original series, tried to deal with that mildly problematically now, but uh, by having him leap into people of color in in those time periods, like he leaped into a black man in the 50s and, and experienced a lot of racial injustice and stuff. But as a white person, you know, it's like... I get the fact that he is uh he's experiencing these things but on camera he's a he's a he's he's a white guy and people are saying racial things towards him and stuff like that. So it I mean at the time it seemed groundbreaking. Going back and watching it now it almost it, it almost looks problematic. Even though you know what their intention was at the at the start, and I'm wondering if they're going to shy away from doing that that kind of stuff with this, if they're just going to go with the leap of the week, it's just going to be fun and exciting, 
or if they're going to try and deal with some of those uh, social issues. I feel like you don't have that kind of cast if you're trying to shy away from social issues. So I expect, nay, demand, nah, expect yeah. that they will <laughs> um, address it to some degree. Yeah. Um, yes, I fully expect them to leap into a woman. Yes, I fully expect them to leap into a, a black person. Um, Maybe both. Probably, you know. Oh, they've already had season. a commercial where he's leaping into a woman. They're one of the leaps that's coming up in the next few weeks. He's going to leap into a woman like a rock star, '80s rock star, or something like that. Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, I don't know how much they will address his feelings as a person of color <laughs> in the past, as a person of another color. Uh, so they could, I guess that'll, you know, kind of, I don't know what kind of show this is yet. Mm -hmm. And the way they choose to handle that will, for me, help define what kind of show it is. Well, John, one of the things is, as you know, by 1995, racism was over in the United States. 95? Yeah. OJ verdict and we were done. And then racism. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, every, like every, in the original, in the original Quantum Leap, you know, he they would have these episodes that had to do with uh, with racial issues in the fifties and the sixties. There was the one that I mentioned earlier. There was another one where he leaped into somebody that was that was part of the KKK and stuff like that. But he would talk about things as if the time that he came from, everything's just hunky dory, everything's fine. And like, and like you came from the show was on in like the early 90s i think it took he was supposed to be from 1995 like 1995 i mean it's not like it's all over you know right it's not as bad as it was in the 60s but it's not all over you know yeah in quantum universe even though this is a sequel they are definitely no pun intended playing with the timeline because in the future quote-unquote that Sam came from, it is like the future future. So like it, there's neon and there's, you know, and Al's wearing crazy light up stuff. It's, it's you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It is Futurism. Yeah. It is trope futurism. Um, that's actually something else that I, I, I forgot to mention that I did like, that they didn't set it in the future. And no, him she coming said it back. was 2022, yeah. Right. She, they said it in the present, and he's going back to the past. So I appreciated that. Um, so I don't know, I suppose, if I wanted to headcanon it, you know, something that Sam did changed that light-up future to our current present. Um, but I'd rather think they just decided not to go that way. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do about it. Um, I don't need them to make a thing about it. I don't expect them to make it a major point, uh, but they would definitely earn, you know, it, it would raise my estimation of the show if they did decide to do that uh, because they, in part because they don't have to, you know, they're, they're basically, we've got the diverse cast, third starring roles, you know, you know, check, 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 check. We're good. Like we don't have to do anything more than this. If they do do more than that, I would, I, you know, uh, that that's that speaks to 
the quality and the if they do it well, obviously, uh, the the quality and the um, the direction uh, that the show is going to take. Speaking as a Star Trek fan, which is you know everything I I say, I really hope that they do because if they don't use this show as a vehicle to point out the the social ills of the last 30 years, what's the point of doing it? That, and, yeah. that, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that, and that is also um, imbued into the DNA of what quantum leap is like, that's, yeah. that's a very quantum leap. You know, I'd, I'd say it's one of the pillars is, is them. Yeah. We could just do a fun time travel show, but also, we tackled this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had their big, uh, their poignant episodes. Uh, one thing that I don't like is the show titles because the name, the, ep- the episode names are the date that he's going to. And I hate that because Qu- quantum leap had show titles. I could, if I was talking to another quantum leap fan, if Chris or Scott was here and I said, you remember in trilogy when this happened and they would know exactly what I'm talking about. But I can't say you remember what happened in July thirteenth, nineteen eighty five. Like, which one is that? Oh, you know the pilot. Oh, yeah, okay, right. Well, uh, don't, don't, don't watch like the X Files then. Just uh... <laughs> X Files had titles. <laughs> they had show titles in X Files. X Files had a lot. Of show they titles. did not. The yeah, D- absolutely the, did. The D- remember home? The, the 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 box sets have show titles. The show titles were never broadcast. They may not have been broadcast, but they had them. But not, Sorry, but not at the time they were aired. They were put uh, in later. I yeah. If you're we, watching, if you're watching it, it on Simpsons uh, thing, where like there's a title, but like you don't see it. I think yeah. I think that's what it was because I because I would look in the TV guide or whatever I was looking at, and they would have the title of the episode. I distinctly remember that. Yeah, I mean, if you were watching it like over the air, probably not. But if you had uh, cable with a with a menu, then the episode title would have been listed there or whatever. All right, I'm gonna agree to disagree on this. I was too. I was there, dude. I'm not. You're not that much older than me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I remember it better. Oh man. (laughs) I know the X Files. I actually read X Files novels. So yeah, yeah. X Files was required viewing in my house. Like it was like we did not. I have a question for all y'all. Um, I at this point. Granted, this is one data point. This is one episode. I'm not judging the whole series specifically. But assuming what we saw last night was standard for this show, do you think it's got the legs to survive? Into another season? Into finishing this season. On network television, probably not. But... As a streaming show, yeah, it would get at least two or three seasons. As a streaming show, yes, and also, it's the first episode. It's 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 exposition, and it's hey, we know that there's old Quantum Leap fans, and hey, we're trying to hook this new audience, and hey, here's the thing, and hey, here's the people, and hey, isn't she pretty, and hey, isn't he handsome, <laughs> and isn't the tech cool? Uh, I, I am expecting, you know, again my standard thing you get two or three episodes to find your legs to and and 
And once you've kind of done the obligatory, this is what we're about. Let me show you we can what we can do. That's that's usually starts like episode three or four. So we'll see. Fair enough. I this is sort of a of a cop out. I'd have to know how expensive the show is. Like yeah. if they're you know, if they're cutting costs on CG and green screen and also if the right situation is such that like they don't really have to pay a lot a lot of people for the rights because it's all under cable town somehow. Um, then this might be like pretty cheap IP, you know, revitalization for them. Mm-hmm. Maybe if Ernie Hudson leaves after like the second or third episode, because I'm sure he's not cheap. Ernie Hudson I is think not he is. as expensive as you think he is. I'm sure he's not cheap, but also, yeah. I, What's I, Ernie Hudson up to? I think the last Ghostbusters. He's, well, he did that, I mean, but I, that's, he was a, that's on, a good property. He was on some. He was in one scene in Ghostbusters. No, no, he was. He was. He he had a. He had a fairly. uh, He had a recurring role on some show not too long ago. I can't remember what it was. Like, pull up Ernie Hudson. Some, the the like, guy to divorce or something like that. Anyway, I yeah, yeah. I think. I don't think Ernie Hudson is breaking the show. Put it that way. (laughs) I'm sure he does well. And he's, he's, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I yeah. love seeing him. I, you know, Ernie Hudson is, you know, my childhood, and and, and I'm thrilled to see him on the show. Uh, so I hope I'm wrong. You know, I, I hope he isn't too expensive for the show. The last thing he did before this was an episode of MacGyver. So the new MacGyver. The new MacGyver? Yeah, the new MacGyver. Okay. Uh, no. But the, but there was it's like the. I mean that whole that whole thing can just. I mean, there's been so many reboots. You. You don't have to say the new, the old one or the new one because everything has a new one now. <laughs> That's why I have to say it because it's Ernie Hudson and he could have been Oh my Yeah, the original. That's why I was asking. I'm gonna I'm going to um, say now that um, Chris DeFilippis, who is not on the show, and Sean mentioned earlier, does have a Quantum Leap podcast. Um, he did not join our show tonight, but he asked that. Uh, we remember him by uh, telling everyone to listen to the Quantum Leap podcast and to follow them on YouTube and all the socials and support them on Patreon at the $20 producer level. I'm doing it now because I'll forget later. They're actually doing interviews with uh, cast members from this show and stuff. So, I mean, it's they're the yeah. real deal. Their opinions are better. <laughs> mm, I take some issue with their opinions, actually. I told them I was going to. Yeah. Um and but it's it's all it's it's kind of the same thing. It's like you're you're and they as well as admitted this, uh or acknowledged this, I should say. Um they it's it's kinda of like they love it so much they're kinda of too close to it. So, you know, Chris is like, you know, I had to watch it, you know, three or four times before I could just enjoy it and not like notice everything and pick apart everything because he knows everything about it. Like they know everything about it. And, um, you know, Allison was like, well, they didn't do this. And they didn't, I'm like, it's the first episode. Well, that's the, that's the thing about quantum leap is that if you go back and you watch that show, the lore of quantum leap changes a lot. I mean, because nobody's even really sure if Sam was who or what is there. There's a big argument about, whether Sam's body is leaping or it's just his mind. 
I mean, they have like, this big soul. argument. Yeah, about about that because um, it makes more sense to me for it to be his mind, and he's like actually going into these people's bodies. But on the show, it doesn't make sense because there was an episode where he leaped into somebody that didn't have any legs, but he can walk. You know, he can get up and walk around. Well, but if it's his spirit and not just his mind or his body, then that still kind of works because he's it's like his astral form is, you know, projecting his chi in, in a way that his mind physically manifests it. So Which I haven't said to anybody, but I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. Huh? So then what happened to his body? Is he is he physically dead? Well, okay, just- so when, when, Sam, when Sam leaps into someone in the past, they go to the future, and they're in the waiting room, and when they physically. look into a they mirror... Physically in, if, physically they, in the, yeah. if they look into a mirror, they see him. So, but the, they explain it in the show as that he's not actually in their body; he just has their aura, so that that's just yeah. what people see. It's like okay. a Freaky Friday thing, basically. <laughs> you know, so he's so, not so, phys- he's physically there, but uh, you know he's he but he's he's just kind of taken their place in the timeline. And I actually think it's it's very smart that they never really defined it. You know, I, I feel like the day they defined it is is the day they choose to lock it down definitively as this is what it is, you know, yeah. that's how you get metachlorians. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no because, reason. Because, I mean, there's like there's stuff no like, there's some episodes where they say that, hey, if you don't, if you don't do the thing that you're supposed to do, then you're not going to leap. You're not going to be able to go anywhere. And then later on in another episode, they'll say, well, you know, finishing a leap doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to, you're not going to leap out. It's like, well, that, you, you're, you're, you know, you're going against yourself, but, the, but, but they don't know. Like they're figuring it out. Like I'm fine with that too. They're, but that's they're the making, TV of the bet. time when you got different people writing episodes and they write with different rules and stuff. Yeah. Now you have writing teams on shows, uh, so you can keep the continuity, you know, going. But it'll it'll be interesting if they address some of those things and just make them. This is this is the rules or whatever. Does anyone have like a a head cannon that? The lore changes because he's changing the past. Yeah, yeah. They, there's that. There is that theory that the, the things that the, Sam does uh, changes. Uh, there's actually if, uh, the if, if you read episode. any, yeah, if you read any of the novels, um, there's one novel where Al actually, when he comes out of the imaging chamber, um, after a leap, like suddenly there's people there that weren't there before. And he notices it because he's part of the change, or he's outside of it. Uh, but, but yeah, the timeline changes around him all the time. He'll go into his office, and there will be pictures there that weren't there before, you know, things like that. Um, but yeah, then there's the JFK episode where um, he leaped into Lee Harvey Oswald, and then at the end of it, he had gone so crazy that he actually did uh, take the shot. But he leaped in the last history by being the one to assassinate JFK. No, he leaped no. into the he leaped into a Secret Service person that was on the ground, and he protected Jackie, and Jack so Jackie didn't get killed. It said in the original history, Jackie got killed, and he's the one that stopped that from happening. Which I don't know how that's going to work next week because he's leaping into Ooh, an astronaut on the on the space shuttle of Atlantis in 1995. It's supposed to stop it from crashing, but I don't remember it crashing. So I yeah, guess whatever well, he so whatever he does is. The, yeah, he's gonna okay. stop it. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah. can't have him, can't have him fail like, on such a grand scale in episode two. Well, How yeah, do you already I mean, know that? That's why he's supposed to stop. 
Hmm? Well, I mean, why would he be on the space shuttle Atlanta? They said on the on the on the on the uh, commercial, um, you have to do this or this ship will crash. Oh, know? okay. I didn't. I haven't seen the commercial <laughs> for the second episode, so I just saw him in the shuttle. I was like, who knows where this is going? Yeah. And the answer so, is NBC. Do we do we want him to say "oh boy" ever? I'm fine if he says it. I think he's going to say "oh shit" every time. <laughs> That's what I would say. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I'd be like, "Come Christmas. on!" What, what if they ever Christmas? have an if they ever have an episode, which Scott Bakula is claiming, he's claiming right now that he's not going to be on the show. I don't believe him. I believe I think yeah, he's that's bullshit. Show. Um, if they ever have an episode where he meets Sam, I want them to look at each other and say, "Oh boy." So I want I want Sam to say, "Oh boy." I want Ben to say, "Oh shit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually so this is so again and this obviously this ties into my theory also i don't know because again i don't watch the trailers i don't um you know so i don't know exactly what scott bacula said but if he said that he is not appearing appearing on the new quantum leap then he could be sam inside of uh al's daughter yeah, you know they, I mean. he, he, so he said they gave you know him a they he said they gave him a script and he turned it down, but I don't I don't believe it. I believe you know he's he's always been open to uh, whenever he's been questioned about it at conventions and stuff. He's always been open to the possibility of being a well, but, quantum leap. Again. I mean, but that's what happened know. with Picard too. Like they he did turn it down. He turned it down. He turned it down turned, until they found a script that he liked. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe he maybe he said no. You know, for everything that he's seen so far, but maybe he'll show up in season two. Maybe. I think if they wait till season two, then that will be a mistake because they are really bang. You know, again, it's only the first episode, but they're really banging the we got to find Sam drum really too hard to not eventually find him. But they're, but they're not at the project. They're not actively looking for Sam. Really? I think We're- that. Not no, they weren't looking for him at the project. From the title text, the beginning of the show, before the exposition dump, before them jumping into the show, wasn't that the whole the text was? They're searching for him? Yeah. No, no, I, no. no. I, they I, just I, said I'm, that he, he leaped and he never returned home. And then the project was abandoned until now. That's what the text said at the beginning. Right. The, the project didn't, didn't have anything to do with trying to find Sam. They were just trying to bring the project and, back and do it again and, and, right. and you know figure things out but I think that Ben may have leaped prematurely because he had a window where he thought he could find Sam that, yes I, yeah, again I want to say it again because I think it's genius and I hope that they do it I think, I think that it is Sam who is saying this is what you need to do this is the only way and I don't know if it's the only way for Sam to come back. I don't know if it's the only way for him to save the woman he loves. I don't know if it's the only way for him to save the universe, whatever. But you have to do this and trust me because I'm Sam. And I'm the only person who would tell you this and you would do it without, you know, who who would behave so recklessly that there's only one reason you would do it is because it's me, Sam. Hi. Sam, I am. <laughs> you know, unless they do like a, a, you know, like a Captain America thing where... They finally find him, and he's been, you know, living on a farm in Iowa since 1963, and he's as old as Scott Bakula is now. And he's like, "We found you," and he's like, "Yep, you sure did. Bye bye." 
Well, he would be. I mean, he would be as old as Scott. I mean, they 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 kind of spelled it out in the finale that he he gained the ability to uh, control himself when he leaps. He's not just out leaping wherever time or God or whatever sends him. That he can kind of control where he goes and stuff. And so I think that that's what has happened to him, which kind of begs the question of. when he leaps into somebody in the past at this point, where is that person going? Because there's Actually, because there hasn't well, been a project until now. So, that's yeah. So there's no waiting. There hasn't been say, a waiting they, room. They say Sam never returned home. Okay. Yeah. What they mean is Sam's mind and spirit never returned home because Sam's body stayed there as the housing vessel for the people that he left into. Right. So what happened to Sam's body? Did Sam's body die? Is Sam effectively dead and he's just an astral form bouncing around like dead man from DC Comics? <laughs> because I would be fine with that. I would be. I okay think that, that would be the only explanation. It's just that it's just the 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 mechanics or, or, of it. Is, as far is as his a, body, a, is his body just you know comatose in Area Fifty One somewhere or something? I think that they have they have to have it somewhere because this project is in Los Angeles. Um, they uh, the original project was in New Mexico. It was like buried under a mountain in New Mexico. Yeah, so well, it's, it's not it's not that, like it, they're not using the same equipment and stuff. They're this is a totally new project, just using the same uh, theories and 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 things that Sam had. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, and and Chris mentioned it on his show. I'm hoping that there will be some reason that they need to go and pull all the old junk out of mothballs and show the no, old computer no, and all that kind of no. stuff. They don't ever need to do that. <laughs> that was another one of the things I was like, guys, like that, why would, what if they need to go back to the old? No, they don't need to go back to the old facility. Why? They've got the data. They've got the research. That's, that's like, the same know. reason it was cool in uh, in Enterprise when they went to the when they went to the Defiant. Yeah, it wasn't because cool it would care. be cool. It would be cool for fans. <laughs> fans think, would think cool. it would be cool to see it. it. <laughs> I didn't care at all. Uh, <laughs> but no, like anyone who has done like any house shopping knows, like at a certain point, it is cheaper and better to just build a new thing than to refurbish and replace and repair the old stuff. If they got a better deal, if they get, and you know, if they're near, you know, Silicon Valley, if they've got all these resources, like why? No, they don't need to go back to the old thing. Except, except for the nostalgia for the people who love the old show. Like that's the only reason. And there might be enough of a reason, but there's no, I don't need to see that. I don't particularly want to see it. Whatever this is a Ziggy of Theseus situation, and Ziggy's actually just been constantly upgraded and replaced, so there is no other Ziggy. They're all Ziggy? Both facilities are Ziggy? No, there isn't one in the other facility. Like, they, they something has been upgraded and maintained and rebuilt, and that's the Ziggy that we see. There is no other Ziggy in... in yeah, that, that, is, that is what I think. I think that the Ziggy that is in the facility in the new show... Um, is and actually the the new code that they uploaded I think might have I don't know they didn't they didn't go into it um but it could be that um 
they made a new Ziggy based on the specs of the old Ziggy and the code that was uploaded last minute by Ben is kind of the code of the old Ziggy. But they didn't need to because it it, it sounded like um Ian. That's that's the name, right? The tech the tech person. Yeah. Uh yeah. They were like, yeah, Iggy, Ziggy's very, very temperamental. So apparently they're already familiar with it. It may have something to do with the old Ziggy because um, the old Ziggy in the in the original canon uh, was built using some of the DNA from Sam and some from Al uh, because that's that's the reason they're able to tune in and 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 Sam is able to see Al and uh, and Al. Um, from what I remember, they just it up as they were going, didn't they? They did. Yes. They did. From from what I remember, Al, when Al is in the imaging chamber, he's the only one that's able to see, like if somebody else is in the imaging chamber, they just see Al standing there talking to nobody. They can't see all the stuff that he can see. Right. So Al, Al and Sam are tuned into each other. That's why they, he he can see and hear him. It, here's one of the things that I like about the the way they're doing this show, or at least the potential for them doing this show. That when the when Sam left, they didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know what to expect. And so they had to make a lot of stuff up on the fly. And they were guessing at a lot of it. What that quantum leap experiment, what the quantum accelerator did for Sam is not what it was supposed to do. It's not what it was designed to do. But they made this version to do stuff. They had someone specifically in place to be a leaper, someone specifically in place to be a hologram. They knew what to expect. So a lot of the stuff, a lot of the rules and limitations that were in the old series, frankly, shouldn't be there. Because if you were going to build something again, you wouldn't build the same flaws in now that you know what to expect. So it should be that anyone who's in the imaging chamber because they've got holographic technology. Anyone who's in the imaging chamber should be able to see whatever. Uh, oh, what's what's her name? Amanda. Uh, Amanda Addison. 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 Yeah. Addison. Yes. Skyler. Well, yeah, because Ian said that they could they could uh, they could monitor what was going on in the imaging chamber, even though they weren't in there with her. Yeah, um, it looked like she was like reading code in the Matrix, like like uh, something like that. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, that, that's yeah, that, how secure, it, like, that security lady was also able to monitor what was going yeah, on. Yeah, like, like the operator in the Matrix can look at, you know, basically observe the code and see what's happening. Um, I, I've got to say about Ian, is that the, the, the character's name? Um, mm-hmm. Yes. The only other thing I'd seen them in was Sandman, and it was nice to see them playing, if you'll pardon the expression, straight. <laughs> I mean, they're not playing straight, but they're playing... We don't know if they're playing straight or not. Well, exactly. Well, okay. I'm I'm assuming you're tr- that's right, and that may be. They were also the, in uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not criticizing you. I just really genuinely don't know what you mean. I, I mean, they're 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 playing a quote unquote normal person. They're just playing, you know, instead of the over the top campy gotcha. character that I saw in Sandman. Uh, I don't even remember them being in Cowboy Bebop. Um, they were the bartender, or or. Something like that. It was. They were grand. Yeah. They were in every episode. They were in. in I, I believe you. They were, I, you know, they I, I watched grand. it, but you know, yeah. stuff falls through the Swiss cheese in my head too. 
Um, but I, I, when I saw them, I was like, all right, is this person going to be in every show that I'm watching this, this year? And my wife slapped me. She's like, what are you talking about? You've seen them in two things. Or them in two things. I, I, you said they're NB, right? Um, yeah. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed their performance. I was expecting the over-the-top campiness, and, and they, they just did a, a really nuanced performance, and I, and I enjoyed that. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really hopeful that the writing, and again, it's not like it was bad. Um, there were there were moments when I felt like they, it was it like really shined, or or at least was was oh that was a nice line, oh that was a good delivery, um, but for the most part, it was, it was okay. The writing was okay, and there were some parts. The only thing the writing I, was I'm sorry, okay. Ahead. Uh, like the, the the heavy exposition part, so I'm I'm hoping that kind of as they as they go along and there's less of that obligatory dialogue, they yeah. can they'll have more freedom to I don't know spread their wings. I hope I don't I don't know I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like was that that scene with Ian and uh, Magic, where Ian was like, "I got to take a break" and all that because everything that. I mean, the scene was fine, but everything that was said in that scene was said somewhere else and uh, didn't really need to be there. And then the the um, the scene where um, the scene where he's talking to the security I can't remember the security lady's name, but and she says that uh, you need to fire me. It's like that could have waited until episode two. They didn't have to be here, you know. Yeah, that's you're. I understand that they want to make this like a half and half show. The other the other show was all about the leap. And sometimes they would show the project and this is going to be like half leap, half project. And, um, and I understand that that's what they're going for, but it's like, you're, you're putting the scenes in here that aren't really necessary that where you could be kind of spelling out some, some of this stuff on, on the leap side better. But my, my but. biggest problem with it, you know, and I understand, you know, pilotitis, I'm, you know, well, you know, very familiar with it where, They've got to squish everything into the pilot. Um, I just think for the first episode of a very highly anticipated show, it was it 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 just it wasn't that exciting. It was pretty pretty standard. You know, if this was like episode eight, I'd be like, all right, that was fine. You know, you not bring it down a notch. And, and I think it was intentional that the the leap. Was was such a standard generic, story. yeah, yeah. It was pretty generic, and that was because they knew they were going to have to put all this exposition in there, and uh, they didn't want to take away from something that was going to be an even bigger, uh, bigger deal. So, so they said, "Let's just make a a pilot, and we're going to have him in a generic storyline, uh, so we can get all this stuff out, and then the more exciting stuff will come." And you see, I think that was a mistake. That that's what I'm saying is I, I I understand that, and I think, like like you were saying earlier, John, I think it would have been better if they did a two hour pilot where half of it was getting this crap out of the way, and then give it a really interesting leap to hook people. Yeah. As opposed to counting on, and you know, again, this is ironic coming from a Star Trek fan, but counting on nostalgia. To carry the show on to its next episode. Well, see, I think that's, the, yeah, I think that's what the next episode is going to do. I think the next episode is the exciting leap. Let's hope. I think the original, from yeah, what they're... I understand, because I've, I've I've talked to a couple of people that actually got to read the original script. The original pilot 
was better than this pilot. But not a high bar to jump. <laughs> but that but that pilot was like I said, was not as accessible to new people. So they swapped stuff around. The original pilot was about a, a the leap portion was an earthquake. And uh and we're gonna get at least the leap portion of that is gonna come later in episode six. Um yeah. But then they, they had to reshoot a lot of the project stuff for the for this, so like I said, I'm, 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 I would have much preferred if they had done uh, a one-hour voice premiere and two hours of Quantum Leap. Do you think that not not to say like cancel culture is real, but do you think that we're not as a society ready to like do the interesting bits of history from the past thirty years? Like in a sensationalized way. You're not wrong. I think 15 years ago we were. Now, I mean, there are you know plenty of us who are, but yeah, when you're looking at demographics and and the political climate and return on investment, I it wouldn't surprise me if the network was terrified to take a, a risk. Uh, we'll see. We will. I don't see. know. I don't. I mean, it's like. I don't know. Like that's what I'm saying. Like we'll, I don't know what kind of show this is yet. It is part of, like I said, the quantum leap DNA to do stuff like that. But also, you know, it's an investment, and it's you know, it's not just streaming. It's on standard television, which means they have to be a little bit more. Well, they don't have to be, but they tend to be a little bit more cautious. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Ask me again at episode five. I remember when they announced the Don Cheadle Wonder Years. And I was like, well, I'm being robbed because this should be my Wonder Years. And it's taking place in the 60s again. Why? And I, and, I, and the more I thought about it, it's like, well, if you talk about what was wrong with the 80s, it's not going to fly. And so I just don't know. Like, Did you, you watch? Do you, do you like the Don Cheadle Wonder Years? I I have no interest in watching it because like I watched the Wonder Years and I was like okay, it's and then good. it's like my mom likes it, but it's her <laughs> Wonder Years. <laughs> I mean, it's not my. It's like I'm not from the '60s, but I'm it's okay. it's good. I am from Alabama, so that, you know, that's that connection. Uh, but it's good. Does it take place in Alabama? It does. Oh. Yeah, it takes place in Montgomery, Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> Because yeah, that's the it, only study in Alabama as far as TV is concerned. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's, that's, that's a topic for a different episode. <laughs> Depictions of the South in media. Now I don't want to do that episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's probably going to happen. <laughs> oh, no. Quantum Leap will do it. Quantum Leap's Him already going to the done South, it. You mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Quantum Leap's gone to the South several times. They had some pretty good like Southern Gothic episodes in the original series, but but yeah, I mean like the the episode I was talking about earlier where he leaps into a a black man in the fifties, I think it took place in a fictional town in Alabama that was supposed to be a like a stand-in for Montgomery without actually calling it Montgomery. Well, I mean, it could have been any town as <laughs> all yeah. the all the lunch counters were the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know it's the South on TV because everybody's sweating and everybody's just 
got a handkerchief and they're always wiping their neck off and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, it's Um, hot, but it's not undershirt and suspenders. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they say things things like shut my mouth. (laughs) Missed opportunity for some egregious Philly accents in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a missed opportunity? Or was that a wise decision? Well, why even do Philly? Like, (laughs) I don't know. My question is, why would a museum display something as valuable as the Hope Diamond in a way that you could just grab it and run? Yeah, not under glass, (laughs) even. Not even under glass. Uh, But whatever. That's what I'm saying. Like, the you know. This this is one of it's the like Scooby Doo shit. Well, I think they even spelled it out. I mean, even 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 Ben said, "Look, forget about the diamond." You know, as soon as somebody snatched it, he said, "Forget about the diamond." That's not what this show is about. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent point. All right, I've got to go. Yeah, I was gonna say we need, we should wrap it up. Can I hit? I have can I hit two points? Of course. Spend enough time in DC, you learn a few things. Just love that line. And the villain of this episode was privatized healthcare. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Accurate. My favorite line was still the that pretzel cart came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line, I think, was uh, uh okay, wait, can I dance? Oh, you think you can. <laughs> you think you can, yeah. It's <laughs> good, good line. My my most imp- I I didn't have a favorite line, but the most implausible part of the whole thing was a dude that can't drive a stick shift got away from the cops. Yeah, <laughs> he's a fast learner. Or you I know what? Like, maybe yeah, it is. It's not implausible I, that he wouldn't know how to drive, drive a stick. No, I don't I, think that part they don't even make them anymore. Well, yeah. this this was this was this, once. this was my head cannon. Um, you know, Rick, you were asking about like. Do do they ever get like the the personalities get intertwined, like uh, ingrained skills? So like if you don't know how to you know disassemble and reassemble an M60, but the person you're into, the person you you leap, leaped into does, and it's basically muscle memory. If this guy was kick, if this guy was like a kick ass getaway driver, Ben might not know how to drive stick, but at a certain point after he kind of starts doing it, it's it's muscle memory. So that's that's right. how I explain that away. I'll give you that. I'll grant that. That works for me. Thank you. Yeah, well, this, I mean, Sam did leap into a pregnant woman and he was still pregnant the entire time. So why would you? <laughs> <laughs> and he went into labor at the end of it. Anyway, because that requires skill. <laughs> this is a, this is, I don't know why you brought it up. Uh, Rick, why don't you tell people where you can find uh, you can find me on the slightly still warm remnants of Starbase 66 or Open the Iris or that Star Trek podcast or occasionally on Captain Game Show and uh, occasionally on this show. Philip. Yeah, I guess you can occasionally see me on Captain Game Show. Um, I'm here to promote uh, Andor on Disney Plus dropping in four hours. And we get three episodes of that at the... It's like a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably not going to watch that. Sean. Wow. Um, these days, these days, you can't really find me doing <laughs> much of anything <laughs> podcasting wise. But uh, Sean was like a special cameo guest appearance. <laughs> I, you you want to know the actual reason why I why I decided to come on tonight? Because 
I knew Chris and Scott weren't going to be here. Somebody that watched Quantum Leap needed to be here. <laughs> I watched Quantum Leap. You watched Quantum Leap when it was on, but I still watch it right, fairly man. regularly. <laughs> All right, Bane. <laughs> so. uh, oh, wait. I don't think I can do... You, you've got to set me up for the Might Hear John say. Actually, yeah. Take us out. Oh, wait. I should say. And you can uh, listen to me on uh, Captain Game Show, the Trivia Where Play podcast on the Infinite Potato Alliance Network. Uh, currently in the running for a uh, People's Choice Award for Best Hobby or uh, Game Podcast. I had to send in my acceptance speech uh, in the, with like, that's like part of the, like, there was a deadline, like, cause it's, cause it's all online. It's like, so in case you win, we need to have your acceptance speech ready. So I sent that in last night. Uh, so now um, I've accidentally given myself hope. So fingers <laughs> crossed. When, you know, we're going to build on hope. I thought this city was built on rock and roll. I mean, I built this city, but it wasn't a rebellion <laughs> in it. When when is the when is the the the? Uh, I want to say um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I knew I, been going on for a very long time. Well, the, it's 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 a two like first like anyone who's got a nomination goes in and then oh, they whittle okay. it down and then they whittle it down to the, to the 10 finalists. So um, now that process is going on, but it, it actually is wrapping up. I want to say um, like the 30th or like the, like early, either, like the end of the month or start of next month is basically when, uh, when okay. we'll know. Well, fingers crossed. Yes. Thank you. I have voted. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us, and uh, we will return sometime. Just keep watching the feed. There will be a new episode eventually. But make sure that you join us next time on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast, when you might hear John say, I think the real reason for the nature of Boys of Vacuum is because it scares all the cats. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Fredo's going to leave without giving you a goodbye kiss. Help the show grow by leaving us a five-star rating and a review. Or support the show by visiting us at patreon.com slash infinite potato. That's the worst goodbye I've ever heard. And you stole it from a movie. Be sure to join us again soon on Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. Brought to you by infinitepotato.com. Goodbye. This concludes our broadcast day.